Welcome. I'm Jessica Tejan, and this is the Evolving to Exceptional podcast, where we talk about reaching peak performance in our workplaces, homes, and communities so that we can live our best life possible, an exceptional life. Welcome to this next episode of Evolving to Exceptional. I'm Jessica Tejan, and today we are going to talk about performance as a journey. Oftentimes in our lives, we think about performance just as something that we do and not something that we can experience and and really think about how we can have those experiences with intention. So we're going to spend today on this topic. And the first thing I think that's really important to consider is that we perform a lot of different roles, that we don't just perform one role. We're not just talking about the role we perform in our workplace, but this might also be roles that we perform at home and in our communities. And sometimes those roles can be equally, if not more challenging than our roles in the workplace. And so really thinking about your performance in all of those roles as more of a journey than as either an activity or a destination that we're trying to reach. So Jessica, when you say performance as a journey, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? And, And kind of what is the difference between that approach and to kind of the traditional approach to performance that that we've seen in organizations and, and in our homes and in communities. So I think you have to segment a little bit, right? So first, in workplaces, I think we really think about performance as optimizing, as as what are the things and tasks and activities that I do every day and how do I optimize those tasks or those activities. I think in our homes, we're lucky if we view that as performance. Um, Oftentimes, we just think of it as what we have to do. It's just part of our daily routine and things that we do. We don't really think about how we're doing it um, and how to do it with more more intention. And and I think likewise, if, if you were to kind of go down the scale, I think community is even a level deeper than that, where we're often volunteering or we're engaging because of a mission or a purpose. And so again, it's, it's, it's more like we take it for granted that there isn't some standard or some method to how we should approach our performance. So that's kind of how I think about those different kind of levels. I think the way that I love to, and I, and all of our systems are kind of built around this model to think about performance is as a journey, as if we're climbing a performance mountain and everybody has a mountain that they climb, more than one, but everybody's climbing a mountain and they all look different, right? So everyone has, every mountain that you might climb has a different terrain, has different challenges, different views, different perspectives. So everybody has these unique journeys that they're taking through their lives. And some might be more difficult or some might be less difficult, but they're all challenging. They're all part of the experience. And I, I like to think of that journey as being the most important part, not the destination, not about getting to the top, but it's about enjoying all of the experiences that we have along the way. And so as we look at our performance, how can we reach our peak performance operating at our very best, but doing so in a way that along our journey, we're able to have energy, excitement, and commitment, that we're able to experience that flow, and that the way we're performing, how we're performing, actually brings us more joy, peace, and happiness as we're having 
those experiences. And so I think that can be really impactful for for people as you're as you're doing your roles to be thinking about not where you're going, not necessarily where you're going to end up, but how do you make the most of the experiences you're having day to day? Oh, I love I love that, Jessica. That is so powerful. And you know, it reminds me of the time when I took on a new role and I I remember, you know, the the journey that I took from you know, starting that role all the way until I felt that comfort, that that ease, that I was doing it with enjoyment was pretty painful. Um, I felt like, you know, in the beginning, there were so many obstacles, so many challenges. So I guess my question is, you know, how do we focus on the good things that are part of that journey versus the hard stuff? Because I think it can be, you know, it can be very easy to focus on those, especially because our, our brains are kind of high, you know, hardwired to focus on the problems, the negativity. How do we set those aside and focus on the good parts of the journey rather than beating ourselves up because things are a little bit challenging, you know, on that journey to peak performance? So I think that what's important is first acknowledging that, of course, it's going to be challenging. That's kind of part of the experience. So instead of resisting that or trying to fight that, leaning into and acknowledging that that's just part of the process, that's part of the journey, and we have to trust that process and that the awareness and the success is going to come from trusting it, from from moving through all of those challenges, even when we can't see where we're going to end up or how they're going to ultimately help us at some point in the future. So I think there's I think there's a, a key element, you know, to that challenge where there's a mindset component of, you know, how am I choosing to have those experiences? But also there's an element of preparedness that comes into play. And that when we're when we're performing and when we're prepared for that performance, when we are doing it with intention and we're equipping ourselves with the skills and capabilities that we need to enjoy it, we're going to enjoy it more. So I always use, um, I think I use this in another another episode we did, but I always use Olympic um, athletes as an example here, where if I am an Olympic athlete, say I'm an Olympic um, runner and I'm trained and I know how to um, run those marathons and I know how to um, you know, how to do it successfully and I've trained on it, then while I'm performing, I'm going to enjoy it far more than if I'm an amateur who's never started out before, never trained, never gained experience. So if you don't know how to perform effectively and at your best and be operating in kind of a what we call a peak performance state where we're operating at our best every day, then you're going to feel that frustration. You're going to feel that friction. But if you can equip yourself with the the skill sets and the capabilities that you need while you're climbing your mountain while you're on your journey, then you can actually enjoy the challenges and experiences. And I don't mean to imply that you're going to love the challenges because they're they're hard. Um, but I think when if you if you use the mountain analogy, when people are climbing mountains, they actually enjoy overcoming the hard parts, right? The pieces where it's maybe painful to get up that rock wall or to, you know, make it 
15 miles or whatever it is, right? It's not always easy, but that's part of the reward and the experience is overcoming those challenges. And when we can see our performance and our roles that way, when we can see it as this is just part of the experience, then we can actually enjoy some of those experiences. Maybe not love them, but at least enjoy them. And I like to use here too, I think the analogy is really helpful of like as a as my role as a parent, I don't always enjoy, you know, the the challenging parental moments, right? When kids are melting down or, you know, are are you know, completely losing their minds cuz they're overtired or whatever it is. But I have to keep learning from each of those experiences and just accept them for what they are, part of the experience. They're part of the highs and lows of just experiencing our journeys and our our, our moving through life. So on the on these journeys then, Jessica, are there certain kind of stages or destinations within that journey that we're kind of looking to achieve or that we go through on on our journeys to peak performance? Yeah, so I recently created these and I really love these levels of performance because I think when you think about a mountain and you think about your journey and and really with performance in general in in most organizations historically there's been a lot of competency models and and performance reviews and ratings that kind of tell you where you are in terms of your performance but they're they're not very accurate. They're not very helpful. And they actually don't achieve uh, helping people perform better. But I think that these levels help us gauge better where we are in a non-judgmental um, and, you know, non-controversial way. And just a, 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 here's where I'm at. Here's where I am. So the the first level is understanding. So this is at the base. This is when we first start a new role or we're learning something. And this is where we're really learning about ourselves, the expectations, and getting prepared for our journey. So when you start a new job, this is all that that goes into just learning how to do that job, the expectations of the job, of the organization, how how work gets done, and really preparing to actually do the work. You often don't actually execute work, right, for quite a while um, as you're learning. The next stage is developing. So this is where we're growing our capabilities. We're learning the skills, we're obtaining the knowledge and the experience that's going to help us perform even better. So now we know what the expectations are. Now we're really working on getting good at performing them, at trying to to um, hone in those skills, get the information that we need, learn and grow and develop in the position. Then after a period of time, we reach achieving. So this is where we've really got a strong set of capabilities. So we spend quite a while, I think, at the developing stage in most in most roles that we perform. And then we get to this achieving stage where we're now capable of bigger achievements and and of accomplishing big goals and doing so with enjoyment and ease doing so with a way in a way that is not as hard as it has been where we're able to really execute and get those results and then after we get through achieving then we get to that mastery stage where we're mastering our performance and reaching near perfect performance And this is where we've been 
consistently achieving and demonstrating peak performance. This is where we're really at the top of our game. We know what we're doing. We can help others learn and develop and grow and and impart that wisdom to, to others. And so I think here what's interesting is to think about where you are right now, you know, for our, our listeners, where are you in your climb? Where are you in in what you're in what you're achieving? And to recognize that what's great about this and thinking about our performance in terms of these levels is that there's not really a wrong place to be. There's not a uh, below average or above average. We're just each on a journey at a different stage. And we're each developing in unique roles and situations. Very rarely do we all start jobs, the same job at the same time, doing the same things where we can really measure people against each other um, because we're, we're so often at different stages and different places and have different opportunities that it that's really hard to do and to do so effectively. But having a conversation around, you know, where are you on your performance mountain, I think feels a little better. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I was just going to say what really stuck with me on something that you said was that there is no above average or below average, a good or a bad. It's just that we're all kind of at these different stages of our performance. And I think it takes, I mean, I think it looks at performance through a very positive lens versus I think traditional approaches to performance kind of look at it as a good and a bad, right? You're either performing your role, your role successfully or you're not. And so I think that that really stuck with me that you said that there is no right or wrong that we can kind of ebb and flow, right? So we can be potentially at mastery level and then something new comes along, right? We've got a new product that we have to sell or a new service that we're going to offer. And when we go back down to that understanding level, right? We're, we've got to work our way up through to mastery. So I think that's that's very powerful for folks um, and our viewers to, to understand that there is no right or wrong there is no, you know, above average, below average, that it's really your unique performance journey. Well, and I think we reset a lot, right? So I I, I feel like I was probably at a mastery level, um, certainly at achieving in, in my last role where I knew what I was doing and what I was accomplishing and how to accomplish it. And when we stepped out to build the, to, to build this business, to write my first book, that was an area where I'd never written a book before. I'd never built a business before. And so I was back at understanding and I was back at developing and I've got to develop a new set, you know, of skill sets. I had to learn how to build a website, learn how to set up QuickBooks, you know, learn how to um, publish a book and all the steps that go into those activities that was not part of my past experience. So I didn't take a step back in terms of my performance. I took a step in a different direction. I started a new journey with new experiences and it's hard at first. It's hard when we're kind of at that that base of our journey, right? Yeah. And so that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, can we be at different stages of performance for our different mountains? Yes. So I think we can be performing in different ways in in different places and I think that like like if you think about the journey of a parent it's kind of like starting over and over again right because you just when you master one thing they grow up 
and then they're you're at a new stage you're at a new place so where in in the workplace we might be able to get to mastery and stay there for a little while i think as parents and in in those roles we're almost constantly having to change i know my husband and i used to joke all the time that as soon as we thought we got the hang of things, something would change. Like yeah. as soon as we had it figured out and the kids were sleeping and whatever, then, oh, they're bigger now and now it's not working anymore, what we thought was working. So you're kind of constantly in that, in that, um, making that climb. And, and I actually like to think about it that way of that when we start out, we're kind of at our village base camp is what I call it, where we're starting that new role or that, do, you know, performing something new. And that's where we're kind of preparing and beginning our journey. Then we start to actually make our climb. And that's where we're developing those skills, where we're, where we're actually performing. We know that we don't really develop capabilities and skills unless we experience them. Like we have to have that active experiential learning. And so we start to make the climb. We get stronger. We get better the more experiences that we have. And then we can finally start to hit our stride. And that, I think, is where we start to get to like high potential employees, those that are like really doing good things in their roles because they're getting that experience and they're getting the confidence and flow that comes from hitting your stride from from being in that place of knowing you're in a groove with having consistent peak performance that you can perform consistently well and you know what you're doing and you kind of know it um, it's more like that muscle memory it's like built in to what you're doing so it comes more naturally and that's where you really want people to be at you want to get them from base camp to hitting their stride as quickly and as effectively as possible. That's really the goal in workplaces. And then it takes time to then get to that mastery where you're, you've really mastered your performance and you're at near perfect performance. And, and that takes a lot of work. And I think that there's kind of two outcomes when you get to that point. One is you get to mastery and we pay top premium for people who stay in mastery, right? Workplaces, somebody who's willing to be near perfect in performing their role, and, and really be that expert and, and have that expertise. But more often, we tend not to stay on one mountain at the summit for very long. We tend to either be knocked off or choose to take on new challenges. Um, and I say be knocked off because oftentimes it's it's not necessarily a choice. Sometimes we choose a new challenge to do something new, like starting a, a new business or writing a new book, right? We make those choices. But sometimes uh, it just happens. You know, sometimes uh, the world's changing, technology's changing, uh, functions are changing, and we're forced to change mountains as a result of that. And And I think that's where life gets really challenging is when we're making those changes. That's very interesting, Jessica. And, and one question that kind of popped up in my mind as you're talking about that is, do you think that everyone can reach the summit in their performance, in each of their performance mountains? You know, can everyone or should everyone reach that mastery level? Or is it okay to get to a certain point and then say, okay, I'm going to jump off this mountain, I'm going to go start climbing another mountain? Hmm, that is an interesting question. I mean, 
I think everyone's capable of reaching their summit because it's their mountain. It's their, it's unique to them. It's their experience. It's what they choose to make of it, how they choose to experience it. I think there are certainly times where we might decide that that challenge is not a good fit. Um, Probably the best example of that is somebody who steps maybe into a management or leadership role and decides, man, I really, managing people is rough. And it is. It's really hard. Managing people and is just, it is, every everybody we interview, right? When we were doing interviews, yeah. every new grad wants to be a manager. And every time I'm like, are you sure? Do you really know what it takes to be a manager? Because it's not, it's not always fun. Um. So I think that can happen where it's like, you know, oh, this is really not for me. I actually want to do something different. And I don't think that there's any shame in that. I think that that is a completely acceptable decision to make. I don't think you have to push yourself to get to mastery in a challenge that you don't like or a role you don't like. That's that's really encouraging to know because I, in my experience, there's been things that I've picked up along my performance journey where I'm like, I've, I've feel like I'm getting that, you know, I've passed that village base camp. I'm kind of making that climb. I start to hit my stride and I'm like, I just don't think I like this. I don't think this is a right fit for me. So then I jump off of that one and start a new performance, a new performance mountain in a, in a journey. Um, I, I kind of want to go back to what you said a little bit earlier about how this is all about the experience that you're having from, you know, that understanding level all the way up to mastery. Are there any tools or a framework or, or something that can help us to choose that, the, that positive experience and to enjoy the experience of getting from, from that base level all the way up to that peak performance? Yeah, I, and I think that there. Yes, I want to get to the the framework, but first I want to hit on what you what you just said around, um, you know, the the shifting or not being sure that that you like a particular role, and because I think that in some cases, um, and I've seen this a lot, so that's why I want to hit on it is that uh, that people decide when something's hard that they don't like it. And so I actually think sometimes you have to push yourself to get good at it first to know for sure that it's not a fit or that it's not what you want to be doing. Because, and I think this is particularly true for people that are earlier in their career, that if they're not pushed, you know, if they hit their first ever challenge or it gets hard, they might decide, "Mm, this isn't for me. I don't like how this feels. Instead of pushing through it and developing the skills, and once they do, they realize, oh, actually, I'm, I do want to do this. Um, I had an employee who she told me she never wanted to um, do training, to be in front of the room, to put on trainings. That's not what she wanted to do. Um, and we ended up pushing her to do it. And she was fantastic. And she then was like, oh, yeah, I, I do like doing this. I do want to do this. So I think it's easy in the beginning to, to say, you know, oh, this doesn't feel good or this isn't working or, or, or whatnot and give up. And so I think it's important to at least get through that make the climb, at least get through to I've tried, I've built the skills, I know how to do it. Um, 
you know, before making that making that choice. And it's one of the reasons when we talk about leaders and managers, it's one of the reasons I think it's actually really important to train managers before they become managers so that they and give them opportunities to maybe lead informally or practice those skill sets before they're actually put into a leader or manager role so that they can experience it and understand whether they really want to make that journey. Because otherwise, they're impacting the people that they're managing, even though they, you know, aren't aren't really interested in 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 being a manager because because you didn't take the time to figure it out beforehand. Oh, I've got a great example of that, Jessica. Just you you talking about that really hits home for me. You know, fresh out of college, I one of the first things that I did was I was tasked with uh, running a project from start to finish, and I failed miserably that first time. And that pain, that sense of failure and kind of ashamed, you know, feeling ashamed and, and guilty that I let the team down led me to kind of think that, you know, um, managing projects was just something I wasn't good at. It was something I was never going to be good at. So I'd already, it was my first time doing it. Right. So, and I was trying to figure things out saw it wasn't going well. And I was just like, Oh, this is it. I'm going to be terrible at this. I'm never going to be able to run a project. I'm more of a, you know, executor. I've got high achiever that's in my top five uh, Gallup strengths. And um, once I got there, I was like, yep, I'm out. This is way too hard. And I think that's something that's really important too, is for people to, to understand that that pain or that sense of failure is not equate to not liking something or not being ever able to get good at that very thing because it does it takes it takes practice right you talked about that with your olympic performer example um it's important that you you kind of persist through those obstacles right because it's not easy climbing those mountains and i think i think what's interesting and and what comes to mind is and this kind of gets into the seeing it as a journey and as an experience is if you can step outside of yourself you can step outside of your emotion and your reaction and all the stresses that come with that and look at yourself and what you're doing as just a step as just something you had to experience to gain a skill set to gain knowledge. And the truth is, and I love to say this because managing projects is a beast. Nobody, anybody who's out there who's listening, who is managed projects knows you don't get good at managing projects without messing them up. In fact, like it is impossible to manage projects and meet deadline every time. Most of the time we even joke that we should just build in the buffer because we know (laughs) like things can't be, never happen on time. They never execute the way you expect them to execute. And there's challenges and unforeseen things that that pop up. And, you know, you see that in construction, you see that in, you know, our background with process control, you know, um, engineering projects, like no matter where you are, things pop up and you have to deal with compressed project schedules and shipping delays and all the pieces to them. So you can't get good unless you go through those challenges. And I think that's becomes really apparent too as in the parenting role, right? That like as a parent, you don't get good by your kids behaving perfectly. 
Like there is no scenario where that happens. It it's it's a beast. And everybody's got different challenges and everybody's got totally different kids with totally different personalities, which by the way also applies to your teams and your employees. They're totally different with totally different personalities, which means they need different approaches. They need different responses. They need different types of coaching. And so I think when we start to really look at and take ourselves out of, like watch ourselves in the journey, that allows us to appreciate it more than when we're kind of stuck in it. It allows us to step back and be like, wow, like, you know, look how much better I'm doing as a mom now. I've been working at these things. Look how much better I'm doing. I'm look how much better I'm doing as a manager. I've been working at these skill sets and checking in more regularly and you know, look look at the, how that's impacting things and start to enjoy that kind of experience. But there is no doubt that when we take on new roles, become parents, become managers, choose a new job, get forced into a new job, that it's really hard. When we are changing those mountains and when we're starting over and having to learn a totally new skill set and rebuild to get to kind of our peak performance, that it is really, really frustrating. And I think especially in in the last few years with the pandemic, everybody was forced to change mountains Mm -hmm. that are the terrain literally changed under our feet without any notice that it would be happening. We were forced mid climb to take on challenges that we actually had not prepared for, that we did not know we were going to have to to do. And I would bet if I asked you all as listeners out there, how many of you can relate to that experience? Everybody can. Because everybody's gone from like smooth sailing, I know what I'm doing, to whoa, this is totally new. And this is really, really hard. And so I think that we need to have a framework for how to think about that. And to me, there's there's kind of three steps to it. And I'm, I'm going to introduce those, but we're going to talk about those in another episode. But the three steps are the three, you know, kind of pieces for reaching that peak performance so that we can enjoy our experiences are knowing yourself, our four keys to peak performance, which is really like the knowledge that you need for how to operate at peak performance. And then it's real reflection and taking the time for reflection to incorporate the knowledge and the experiences into insights and action in our lives. So that's kind of the the framework or the formula that we apply as part of our our peak performance um, certification that we offer to help individuals in any role, anywhere, to learn the skill sets they need so that they can really enjoy this journey, so that they can do um, uh, operate in terms of their performance on their journey with ease and excellence and enjoyment. So we've talked a lot about a lot of different things today, Jessica. So in your, you know, what's your one key takeaway? What's one action that our viewers can start doing today to help them enjoy their peak, excuse me, their journey to peak performance um, and to enjoy the climb to peak performance? So again, I, I want to emphasize that peak performance is how we're performing, right? Is 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 that journey, is getting into a state where we can enjoy and operate in a way with ease and excellence. And so it's not about getting to the top. It's about what we do along the way. And so the the biggest thing I think that people can do 
is to really start to pay attention to those journeys, to really see their role and what they're doing every day as just a piece, as just a part of the experiences that they're having on their life journey. And so instead of constantly, and I think this happens all the time, we get so focused on some days, someday I'm going to travel the world, someday I'm going to take time off, someday I'm going to paint murals or I'm going to read books or I'm going to whatever. And instead of looking at how do I incorporate the experiences that I want to be having now on my performance journey and making the most of the journey, making most of, the most of how I can experience that journey. So that's what I would ask our listeners to do is to be really thinking about your performance and your role as a journey and how can you make the most of that, of that journey. As you're talking there, I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that I can start doing today to, to help me enjoy that experience a lot more because I feel like, again, I've had so many more painful, I think, experiences um, along the my journey in each of my roles. So I'm, I'm definitely going to take that away and start doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're going to get into into some of our other episodes, that formula and what goes into those and how you can use those. If you're wanting to get started right away, that first step around knowing yourself, um, you know, we got a course on that. And we also have the Creating um, Exceptional Experiences course that gets into this performance as a journey and how to think about this in that way and how to start, you know, applying these principles or these practices to your performance to get the benefits. So check that out. It's on our website, uh, evolvingtoexceptional.com. Follow us on social media. Look us up, Jessica Teach and JD. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a great rest of your week. 